Hey, thanks again for checking out the latest edition of this podcast. Lou and Al for breakfast here at the Borders 105.7 Triple M. You've got Al flying solo for the potting edition today uh, because Lou is just a couple of days away from finishing off her isolation. If you haven't heard the news, uh, she's been staying at home across the week just to get through a bout of COVID. But we did check in with her midweek just to find out how she was faring. Was she okay with all that time at home, surrounded by cats and the family? And the, Who are we kidding? Of course she was okay. She's having a great time. But we'll play that chat for you again very, very soon. Also coming up, our big conversation that we had with Westy from Birds of Tokyo. But first, speaking of touring artists, Diesel coming to town. Huge show at the Albury Entertainment Centre as of tomorrow. Tomorrow being Saturday the 7th of May. It's his Alone With Blues tour and greatest hits on top of that. Uh, an album that he actually produced during the uh, lockdown period. And we caught up for a massive chat just to find out how he fared during lockdown, being part of the Byron Bay Blues Fest now that that was back into play, and how good the feeling is getting out and amongst it like he is famous for doing here at Triple M. How good's the feeling? You've, you've just endured a couple of, uh, as, as all the musos across this beautiful country of ours, have so much downtime, so many gigs that you'd be looking forward to, cancelled at the last minute uh, due to COVID concerns and, and, you know, for whatever reason. How good's getting back into the swing of things? Because looking at where you've been and what you've got left for the rest of 2022, you've literally thrown yourself right back into it. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm just doing a lot of stuff that actually from the year before and even the year before that. So it, it doesn't really, yeah, it's just, that's just the technicality. You know, it's kind of like the, the needle on a record that kind of just went flying up in the air and then just landed <laughs> a, a track, a few few tracks over, really. Yep. Okay. And it's, it's, it's like that, but it's, it's also very kind of new at this, all at the same time. It, it just feels like, I'm, I'm not sure if that's just because, you know, you're just so humbled by the whole experience of it all that you just think, wow, this is, this is really amazing, actually, you know, making a, a, a gig kind of come to life where it wasn't before and then leaving and going and doing it somewhere else down the road. I mean, I've, I've never been blasé about that whole process, but it certainly, it just feels so, so even more special now. It really does. Well, you're currently in the midst of your Alone With Blues and Greatest Hits tour and you're coming to Albury this Saturday, which we can't wait to see you in action once again. Are you noticing a different reaction from the crowds like that? that almost a satisfied look, finally we get to do this again. Yeah, look, I mean, I think it's safe to say that the, the reactions have been, you know, really, really warm, really enthusiastic. And like, it feels like they're, you know, um, a little bit sort of like just so grateful that, it, that they're in a gig again. Yep. But again, I'm, I'm doing like these theatres. So the theatres are, are, are kind of conducive to that. You know, they're really they're really nice environment for people to be able to like express what, what they feel about the music that's happening. It's not like this, you know, I think actually it's a simple, you know, technicality of the bar being removed from, from a room. <laughs> um, I mean, there still is a bar, but it's like outside. So people kind of come in and they really focus on what's happening in the room which is music and it just makes it it's all very conducive to kind of appreciation and, and me giving back and it's a really nice exchange so um yeah i'm loving that and that's that's kind of what what i'm doing on this run is it was really put together um new south wales um you know kind of exclusively because we thought it was going to be tricky to to go across borders so we thought we'll just do a new south wales beautiful theater tour and then we went into hard lockdown <laughs> <laughs> It was kind of like, oh, well, it doesn't matter what we've ordered booked. We could have booked the moon, you know? Yeah. So it, yeah, but it's it's just really nice to do these theatres. And they, they do exist kind of all over the country. But I think New South Wales has a, a real nice 
variety of them in every every regional area. Now, another big thing that you were a part of recently, and uh, every every year we were talking about this and how excited we were for the Easter long weekend, the Byron Bay Blues Fest, and on more than one occasion it got pulled at the last minute, and you know it was a, a big blow for not only the punters but the amazing lineup of superstars involved, like yourself. But it finally happened. Talk us through Blues Fest. How good was it to be uh, a part of those those big days? You had some huge gigs on that Sunday. It was amazing. You know, not just the the gig happening. I, I was I was just happy that it wasn't torrentially raining. <laughs> there was still a couple of little sprinkle showers, but you know the trucks were able to get in there and staging went up. And you know it felt like it was like, well, it can rain a little bit now. It's not going to stop the whole show. And so that was a relief. So the sun was out for most of the day, and it was a beautiful day. And that was nice for us people that live on the coastal part of New South Wales. You know, it's just been hammering for for for, for months. You know, and, and for some people, absolute devastation. So for that. For that fact alone, that it was like the sun was out, there was music happening in, you know, in multiple locations and looked like to me a full a full capacity crowd. It was just like tick, tick all the boxes. And, yep. it was, you know, that was triumphant. I have to say that felt so, so, so triumphant for everybody. Yeah. And it was so good to see it back. I mean, it's one of those events that we talk about each and every year and the build-up is is exceptional because you've got, you know, some of the greatest uh, mm-hmm. superstars musically doing their thing and to have it pulled in a couple of cases, literally last minute was just absolutely heartbreaking. So awesome to see it. Was, yeah, this year being almost exclusively a local lineup was actually just incredible because, I mean, it's a hard thing because, you know, the organisers of Bluefest, they try to cater to all parts of the world. It's an international um, festival. But having, you know, restrictions meant that a lot of acts, local acts that would, you know, wouldn't normally be able to get a, a, a look at, got sure. a look at, and things that really deserve to be to be seen more and, and to be known about. So it was a great exposure um, element happening for, for some young starting up acts. And I think that's, you know, that's, got to happen it keeps the music industry alive was there anyone on that list that you you got a chance to see when you're out and about across blues fest where you went oh this is awesome <laughs> either they're one of my favorites or they're an up-and-coming that i think are really destined for big things unfortunately no i didn't get to, but i got to hear a bit of Josh pesky and ash Cromwell because they were yep. kind of next door i got to see kim churchill who i haven't seen in in years literally we, we did some touring together so that was nice um, you know, you, you can sometimes you can only bump into people if you happen to be on the same <laughs> festival. It's terrible. It's a bit like, you know, ships in the night ships, yeah. waiting for planets to line up. <laughs> so that was good. And I also, you know, I mean, the ultimate for me was seeing my brother. He came up and had a blow with us with his trombone. Yep. And my niece, who has been part of the organization of that festival for, for a long time, Sammy Joe, she was back from Ireland. So I got to see her and it was like, well, this is a good excuse. I get to see my neck. You know, it was a, like a family thing for me. Yeah, that is yeah. awesome. Well, Saturday, your big show here at the Albury Entertainment Centre, alone with Blues, we get into uh, the tracks that you, well, literally, uh, with with a bit of downtime for the industry, you got to spend a lot more time in the studio and, and produce this particular album. Uh, I guess having that at your home is one of those benefits of being such a, a long-term mus- musician as you are, where you can go, okay, I can't go out, but at no. least I haven't, the creative process doesn't stop here. Well, you know, I've set this all up a few years ago and I have been using it, but um, it never became so such an obvious thing of, of like, this is, you know, this is a really great thing that I've got here and I'm going to use it until the, the, the pandemic happened. And I thought, well, you know, how lucky am I? I've got all of these toys set up here. Sure. Um, 
I'm blessed to have that. And now I don't have any, <laughs> like, nothing to pull me away from it besides maybe going down and into the kitchen and trying to make some sourdough bread. You know, that was about my only kind of, like, distraction. <laughs> no, I say that because a lot of people, like, made jokes about that. But, um, you know, it's like, what am I going to do, make sourdough bread? But I, I made records, you know, and, and, and I'm really grateful for having the tools and the suddenly like lots of time to be able to like just indulge myself but i still kind of yeah i had to kind of treat it like a like it was a job you know like yep. okay get up work normal hours put a good day's work in okay power down yeah i had to have something to kind of really keep my my mind just kind of thinking like that there was a day like monday tuesday wednesday because it's just you know i think a lot of people experience this like <laughs> the day started becoming one big kind of it was just turned into flubber you know <laughs> It's nondescript substance. It was just very, very rubbery. Well, uh, coming up after the big gig this Saturday, you've got uh, a couple more dates to go as part of your Alone with Blues tour uh, in Tamworth and also coming up in Bathurst. That's not on t- until October. Your plans between now and then, are you, are you going back to the studio? Are you going to spend more time on the road? Is there a particular project that you're looking forward to sinking well, your, your teeth into? I started another record after the Blues record. I thought, well, okay. That's done. And then that's when we went into the hard, hard lockdown. <laughs> and so I thought, well, I've got a few songs that need to be recorded. So that's, that's what I did. I started, but I'm, I don't think I'm going to be, you know, finishing it now in such a lonely, lonely way. I, I, I plan on getting a few people in to kind of play a few things on it. You know, Because you fun. can now, yeah. Because I can and I like having people in my studio. I'm not like, I'm not a to- total hermit. You know? <laughs> I think I, you know, I can make a whole record by myself. I guess that's that's a lucky thing to be able to do. But I, it's not like I, you know, like ultimately prefer it or anything like that. I am social, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> but you do like your home time too. I mean, uh, I, I know that you've got endless instruments in there, and I think every time we I've asked you the question, you know, what's the latest in the collection, you'll say something. I think the last time you you had a toy guitar, like a tiny little toy guitar, and then I saw it through your Facebook page you were playing with some. I can't even remember the names of them, but some really exotic electric instruments that you added. So, you know, yeah. there's, there's never a lack of things to do in your house, is there? No, I mean, there's, there's always something coming in and <laughs> something that amuse, you know, something will amuse me and be my muse, you know, kind of thing. So I actually noticed when I started pulling things together that in the beginning of lockdown, I was like, wow, everything in the studio is quite dusty. That's a real sign, you know, it's like when dust kind of settles, it's like, you know, you're not using it enough. Yeah, yeah, too much stuff. I mean, is there ever going to be a, a guitar garage sale? Or? Well, you know, no, probably not, because everything now I feel, I mean, there's stuff that still comes in and, I, you know, doesn't make the, you know, whatever, degrade or whatever. I just yep. don't feel it's me or I don't need it and I let it go or give it to friends, family, charities, whatever. Some people like collecting for, like, the collecting sake, kind of like, I've got this many and, you know, it's like a thing, you know, but I just like having things that I, everything I have, is I, I, I want to use, you know, but having said that, I mean, I'm standing here looking at about, I don't know, 18 guitars on <laughs> right, right now. So, and, and people would argue it's like they're all guitars. Yeah, but these are very, very different. You know, one's in different tunings and one's a sitar, one's a Spanish guitar. They're all, you know, they can't just say they're just guitars. They're yeah. Like different. It's like saying every bird's the same bird, so, you know. <laughs> and everyone has a story too. Well, they do. Yeah, a few of them do. Yep. Um, but quite new, so 
haven't really got much to say yet. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll get there, absolutely. Well, Mark, uh, we can't wait. Big show coming up, as I said, at the uh, Albury Entertainment Centre this Saturday, uh, lo- alone with Blues, your greatest hits tour. Awesome to have you back in our neck of the woods, and good luck for the rest of 2022. Obviously, there's plenty going on, and uh, it's great to see you back in action, uh, doing yeah. what you love. One of my hometowns, Albury. The first place we made made it to once we when we migrated out from America, and my dad headed headed down the Hume Highway in a, in a Holden station wagon and said, "Let's stop here." And that was <laughs> where we ended up in Albury. <laughs> so it's it a homecoming mission like, for you, then. It always feels, yeah, that sort of that sort of familiar familiarity always I feel when I come through that town. Now, since Lou hadn't been heard on the show all week, we thought, let's check in. Let's give her a call, find out how she's faring and has she beaten and gotten over COVID. Hello, how are you going? Good, I'm, I'm doing well. Now, how are you feeling more to the point? Because since the start of the week, I've been doing the show solo. We've revealed yep. that you've been having a, a one-on-one battle with COVID. And update, please. Uh, calling it a battle makes it sound really dramatic. Okay. Because um, I've a been punch okay. On. Right. Yeah, like a, like a little bit of a um, a bit of a you know a like, tussle. Yeah, a, a girl fight. <laughs> <laughs> like I hate to say that, but like you know, just a bit of a oh, go away, ah. stop it. Okay. Um, a bit of that because I haven't been super sick, and I and I don't want to diminish it because I know some people get very sick. So yes, absolutely, I've been. I've been really lucky. Um, I am thrice vaccinated, so I've had three shots, yep. I think, you know, the booster. So I think um, from what everyone says, that obviously has a lot to do with it. I have had um, a very annoying headache that wouldn't go away, like really bad for a few days, okay. hammering headache where I had to keep taking Panadol every four hours to knock it on the head. Sure. And that didn't knock it on the head. But that and a cough. Um, and a bit of a sore throat. So honestly, can I say it's been? I've been very lucky. Yeah, that sounds but, like a, a really heavy cold more than. Yes, yeah. yes, that's what it's been like. It's been like a heavy cold. But I, I must say, oh, a few revelations while I've been um, here enjoying my keeping your distance. Yeah, yeah. One, of course, I'm in the house with three other people that I haven't been allowed to touch or go near, <laughs> which, of course, meant that I couldn't cook any meals for them because I oh. didn't want to contaminate anything. Yeah, there's a so thing. So it's been like an awesome holiday from cooking for me because <laughs> I hate cooking. Yep. So that has been fantastic. Big tick on that one. Excellent. The only other thing I have realised is that my house has a lot more cobwebs than I knew because I've oh. spent a lot of time sitting and looking around. Yep. So I've had to deal with those. Oh, God, that's about it. I've done a little bit of lighthouse work. I haven't completely been... I haven't been in bed. I've just been chilling, okay. basically. Chilling I, and... Ta- and I might say do too, I'm a big, like, vitamin and supplement taker. Okay. And I have been taking a lot of um, vitamins and things that have been recommended by my nutritionist. And, like, so I've been doing all that stuff and eating well sure. as well. And I think all of that's contributed to a fairly um, bump-free ride for me through the big C. Which is good news, but are you itching to get out? <clears throat> no. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I love it in here. What are you talking about, Al? Okay, well, okay. I, it, I love it, my home. It is your home. You're surrounded by, you know, your loved ones and your Go animals. And walk outside and We know how much animals. you love your animals, so you've got your cats to play with and obviously... Yeah, well, yes, I have. But although, can I say that I was told, and it's been, like, documented, that you've got to be careful because your cats and dogs can catch COVID from you. Oh. I've heard that. Now, I need to double-check that. I've, maybe Google's wrong on that. Sure. But I have kept my distance from them a little bit. 
So I haven't let them sleep with me. I've closed the bedroom door and they're not allowed in the bedroom, which has been, they've been very upset by that, I might tell you. But I have still been (laughs) hanging with them during the day. Yeah, just watching streaming TV together or? Yeah, yeah, watching streaming TV together, reading the occasional book and taking photos of the cats looking cute. Okay, That's been my, my days so far, my five, six days so far. Well, when we first called to uh, touch base with you on Monday, very croaky, very rough voice. We're glad to hear that you're sounding much better. All going yes. well. You are coming back to the show Monday, yes? Or, or is it Tuesday? I can't remember now. Oh, that's right. You've got your birthday day off. Tuesday. Yeah, we get a day off for our birthday? Completely forgot about that. that. So and you've it's just, my birthday on Tuesday. You've gone from home exile in COVID to coming back <laughs> to a shortened week. I know. Unbelievable. <laughs> it doesn't get any better, really. Look, don't. I'm not, I shouldn't sound so joyful. I've got to stop it. Um, look, I'm very lucky. And a shout out to anybody that's been really sick with COVID. I, I feel terrible for you because Completely. obviously some people are very sick still with it. So I don't, like I said, don't want to diminish it, but I've been super lucky. Another musical guest that we had on the show this week was Westy from the Birds of Tokyo here at Triple M. One of the most proactive bands during the whole pandemic downtime. They produced a lot of music. They did a lot of isolation sessions. They did a lot of stuff online with each member in either a different room of the house or in some cases a different house completely. So that was the obvious question to kick things off this time around. Uh, How good was it the feeling getting back together and not having to do this well, you're in this house and I'm in that house. Now let's see if this internet holds out kind of thing. Yeah, well, uh, you're exactly right. Um, it, it just feels so revitalizing to be able to hang out together, you know, as, as, as mates. You know, it never really feels like uh, work to us. So uh, <laughs> we get to go on tour just like we uh, have been for the past couple of months and you do have time off in between shows. We just, we basically... Uh, set up a studio in each sort of house or hotel room uh, we went to and we just we just worked because it felt like uh, we had missed out on all that time and of course it's it's a very very different process when you you know get to collaborate with uh, people in the same room as opposed to a you know on zoom call (laughs) you probably got sick and tired of of opening up the laptops and uh, occasionally the connection would drop out, all of those Zoom difficulties that I think the, the nation faced. It'd be so nice to go, you know what, you're standing right next to me, you're not about to fall over. Oh, totally. And uh, with with music, uh, inherently it just doesn't work because of uh, the lag that you get uh, online. It's just uh, uh, unavoidable. So, no, it feels great to uh, have a, a sense of normalcy again. Back doing gigs, and I guess your homage to this is the brand new song Smith Street, which is dedicated to uh, one of my old stories. Grounds, and I'm stoked that someone has paid tribute to this amazing area for live music and, and, you know, sweaty pubs and everything else that happens in Smith Street, Collingwood. And you'd have some big memories from, from plenty of shows in that region. Oh, totally. Years worth of uh, uh, shows in uh, Melbourne in general and, and always ending up back there. But, I mean, Smith Street was also, I guess it's code for that, that kind of feeling and place in every city we go to. You yep. know, there's, there's similar uh, spots in, in, in Brisbane or Perth or, or whatnot, but uh, the Smith Street just rolled off the tongue a bit better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'd been working on, on plenty of new music, which we saw across the, the downtime. You've come back with Smith Street. You've been uh, hitting the road once again, some fantastic shows out and about. And at the end of this year, you're going to be the special guest at Keith Urban's big shows. Have you had much association with Keith before? No, not not with Keith. Uh, it it kind of came as a bit of a surprise. Many years back, he did reach out as part of like a 
uh, a co-write type uh, project, which I think at the time we were recording March fires uh, overseas, and it, you know, it, the scheduling just didn't didn't work out. Sure. So uh, no, it's, it's good that we're finally going to uh, have a chance to uh, meet the great man and uh, <laughs> play some massive arena shows. That's not until December. And knowing birds, undoubtedly, in the lead up to that, you will have had, you will have. Not only plenty of shows, but uh, I'm guessing a ton of new music that you're working on currently. Yes, uh, we're at the part of the process where we're literally combing through uh, about 80 Dropbox <laughs> files, trying to figure out which which demos are going to be worth pursuing, which ones yep. just get put on the back burner, uh, which is a really exciting part of the process. So, uh, yeah, we, we will be uh, meeting up. Uh, yeah, plenty of studio time, plenty more writing time, and... Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be uh, yeah, well-oiled machine by the time that tour comes around. Westy, appreciate your time this morning. I'll leave you with one more big question, and that is your, your epic performance, AFL Grand Final. Talk us through the feeling. I mean, you played lots and lots of big gigs. What's it like when you are surrounded by absolutely rabid football fanatics and you're playing your heart out? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's definitely something else. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's just yeah, insane. Uh, we've been very lucky to do things like uh, Optus Stadium and uh, MCG, and we we all love our AFL. So we, yeah, really got uh, caught up in the moment and you know soaked it up as much as we could. Yeah, uh, love it. Love things like that. I was going to say, is it hard to come down from something like that? You perform. Uh, it's it's not the biggest show ever. It's a few songs, but it's some of your biggest hits. An absolutely rapt audience. They are loving the atmosphere. It's it's completely electric. How hard is it to switch? off after a gig like that? Oh, look, I pretty much jumped off the kit, threw my sticks down, ran back into the rooms, and I just wanted to get back to my seat before the third quarter started. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> hey, that's it for the podcast today here at Triple M. You can catch the show, Lou and Al for breakfast, back Monday from 6. One more day for me flying solo, and then Lou joins me back Tuesday morning. Good to go fresh from her recovery session from COVID. In the meantime, we're going to give you plenty of chances to win even more copies of Border Monopoly. We're working our way to that giant game where you could win $10,000. So details coming up about that. Uh, Have yourself a sensational Mother's Day across this weekend. Plenty of special guests when we return as well. Have a ripper weekend, whatever you're up to, and we'll chat to you soon. Triple M.